Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. Beloved, today I want to focus on hitting the mark, the bullseye of this reconnection and alignment in the Father's heart. And we know it's all about love. We know it's all about the fullness of John 17, love and unity. It's all about Yeshua's heart cry and his prayer being answered. But what exactly is the mark? What exactly is the bullseye? The enemies objective here is anything but the bullseye, anything but the main objective. And I want to tell you, beloved, Satan doesn't mind us blowing shofars, wearing talits, these are Jewish pressures, or even connecting to the Jewish calendar. But I tell you that all hell will be let loose when we get to the fullness of this reconnection revelation and all that it means for us to move into, to help rebirth Israel spiritually. But when we do, it's all very close to the end. But beloved, there are distractions. There are drawings to the Israel piece that can get us sidetracked and hung up. This is not just about Jewish identity. It's not just about connecting to the feasts. It's not just about uh, feeling like more, like we're doing more uh, Jewish things that are connected to the Jewish side. And I'm not suggesting for a moment that any of those things are bad, but they can sometimes become extreme. What I am suggesting is that there is a mark here in the heart of the Father for both Jewish and Gentile believers to come together like never before in love and unity without having to be the same with messianic expression on the Jewish side of the olive tree and Gentile expression on the Gentile side, on the different parts of the tree that we would be one. In this restoration reconnection, there must be love and liberty for us to recognize and respect 
the various traditions that are in the messianic body and in the, the church in the nations. You know, I always talk about this, right? You've heard me say before, God loves pizza and Chinese food, but he also likes matzo ball soup. He made Israel and he made the nations. He has created the differences between us, the, the unique expression that we can find on both the messianic and Gentile side of the family, parts of the family. You know, I've been on this journey for a, a long time at this point, many, many years traveling uh, and carrying this message. And I've experienced certain Gentile groups wanting to learn more about their Jewish roots and heritage, wanting to do their best to connect to the messianic side of the body, perhaps that most of the church has, has missed or been disconnected from. And yet, there tends to be too much of a cling to the traditions, to the outward expression, and yet still lacking the most significant reason for our realignment, which is to reunite us together into the Father's heart for the one new man to win Israel back to faith. Beloved, I want to challenge you. If you are connecting to your Jewish roots and heritage, are you praying for Israel's salvation? Are you standing in the gap for the church to awaken, to come back, uh, to reunite with the Jewish part of the family? And what about your evangelism? Where is the evangelism and the witness to the Jewish people? As Paul wrote in Romans chapter 10, how then can they call on the one that they've not believed in? Beloved, most Jewish people have not really even had the opportunity to hear the good news, to hear about Yeshua. There are, I admit, many obstacles and resistances that may hinder that from taking place. But who is going to tell them? And how can they believe in the one whom they've not heard about? And how can they hear without someone telling them? Honestly, if you look at the church as a whole, generally speaking, and even the part of the body that's moving towards Israel, where is the evangelism? Where is the witness? Where is the lifestyle witness? Where is the love getting around a Jewish neighbor, a Jewish friend, and just befriending them and serving them and loving them and getting up close to them? You know, when we do that, beloved, we're going to begin to draw them to jealousy because if we're walking right with Abba, we have intimacy, we have connection, we have dialogue. Our relationship's not one way. It's we walk with, with the king every day. If we're walking right with the king, they will begin to recognize something different. But then we also have to learn how to share the gospel with them. 
in a way that will help them re-find a pathway and a bridge back to their own olive tree that, that Paul talks about in Romans, towards the end of Romans chapter 11. So that's my point. The right heart here in love and unity, not, not all of us being the same, not the, uh, uh, not the Jews having to be like the Gentiles and the Gentiles having to be like Jews, but with love and liberty honoring the different expressions in the faith and, and respecting one another and yet coming together in this beautiful love and unity, the heart cry of Yeshua for his family to be one that the world would know. And in that process will come the right heart to begin to win Israel back to faith. You know, we do not do God a service if we stay quiet as Christians around Jewish people. And I'm not saying, obviously, we know that if our, if our, main, our main goal is just to bring them to the faith, to convert them to Christianity, the motivation is wrong. It has to be out of, of a heart of love and unity. But if it comes from that place, the doors will open. I call them heavenly doors and windows. I've written about it in the Ezekiel generation. I think it's the 11th chapter where all of a sudden a Jewish person will begin to ask you questions and then you can pray for them. Remember when you pray for them, remember to use messianic terms. Don't use Christianese terminology that is going to shut them down. Just ask Holy Spirit to lead and guide you in how you should share your faith. But there comes a time where we need to be bold and to speak up and to speak the truth in love. And my point here is this reconnection is not just about biblical roots and Jewish calendars and celebrating the feasts. And beloved, I'm the first to admit that the church got robbed of the feasts. In every one of these feasts is Yeshua in the midst, the Holy Spirit. And there's incredible connection. But it's not just about roots and heritage. And the same problem exists on the Messianic side. As I begin to take this message to the Messianic part of the family, many of them think that the church just needs to become like them, celebrating the feast, doing the biblical calendar, the roots and everything they're doing. And I, again, I'm not decrying any of that. But that's not the heart of the equation. The heart of the equation is love and reconciliation, honor, respect, love, and liberty. The question is, beloved, are you willing now to take this journey? Are you willing to open your heart and to move in this direction and allow the Father to renew your mind and your heart into this reconciliation that is going to require time and renewing as we begin to break off the influences of replacement theology and its thinking and generational anti-semitism through the bloodline as these things as we earnestly come into repentance of these things and break them off we begin a new journey and it doesn't stop the lord is bringing us deeper i'm 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 working so closely with so many intercessors and watchmen on the wall 
and I'm seeing the amazing transformation in their lives as they just continue in a place of discipline and commitment to allow the Father to renew the thinking. Remember, everything we teach in Romans 9:11 is not new. It's just a new way about looking towards the scriptures that are already written. And so I just want to um I want to end with this challenge and next time we meet we're going to go deeper into this place of of where the Lord needs to take us on this journey. So until that time beloved may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you Grant for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.